Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Monday, June 5th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Apple's got a new gadget, Turkey's got a new finance minister, and we'll dive into one of the UK's biggest leverage buyouts. How do you buy a £7 billion company when you've only got 100 million quid? You know, it's really, really remarkable. But first, a raucous OPEC meeting ended with a production cut. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Saudi Arabia says it's reducing oil production by a million barrels a day to try and prop up falling oil prices. This came after a tense OPEC Plus meeting in Vienna yesterday. African nations, including Nigeria and Angola, did not want to cut production. The Saudi move came after a deal in which African producers will have their quotas reduced starting next year. Turkey has a new finance minister. Mehmet Shimshek was sworn in over the weekend, and he's pledged to return to policies that are, quote, rational. Turkey has become known for unorthodox policies, like cutting interest rates to rein in inflation. Here's the FT's Adam Sampson on why Turkey's recently re-elected president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, may have tapped Shimshek. I think it shows that Erdogan is more concerned maybe than he had been in the past about the state of Turkey's economy. Even though Erdogan won the election, it went to a a runoff. um, And one of the main reasons for that was because the president's support has been severely eroded by the economic situation. So I think it signals that Erdogan knows he needs to make some change to policy here, and then he knows something's wrong. Adam, how much could this be an olive branch to foreign investors? Well, I think that that's a really excellent question. I mean, basically, the background is foreign investors have fled Turkey over recent years because they really don't like these unconventional policies at all. So foreign holdings of local currency bonds are near record lows, ditto for stocks. So I think putting somebody like Shimshek in is probably going to be seen as a real positive and something of an olive branch. A lot of investors say it's going to take time to feel comfortable to come back, that it's not just going to be an instant thing that the money is going to start flowing in. But I think certainly it's going to be seen as a move in the right direction. Adam Sampson is the FT's Turkey correspondent. For the past several years, the FT has covered the financing behind one of the UK's biggest buyouts, the takeover of Britain's supermarket chain, Asda. Behind the deal are two billionaires, Mosen and Zuber Issa. They're a rags-to-riches story, two working-class brothers who turned one gas station into a global empire. Their rise and their Asda deal is also a story of an economic era that's coming to an end. Debt was just so freely available and so cheaply available that they were able to go around borrowing money and using the borrowed money to buy all these petrol stations. The FT's Kay Wiggins covered the rise of the Issa brothers and how they used their gas station empire as a launch pad to buy one of the UK's biggest brands, the supermarket chain Asda. You see, Asda are always working hard so we can get a little more and pay a little less. Why pay more? We are very pleased to announce that together with our partners TDR Capital, we are acquiring a majority stake in the iconic British supermarket chain, Asda. 
That's Zuber in a PR video made by their gas station company, EG Group. The announcement was a huge deal, and at the time, Kay was the FT's private capital correspondent. She and our colleague, Rob Smith, were hooked by how the ESA brothers financed the deal. I talk to a lot of people in private equity about this story because I'm just so fascinated by it. And I think it's kind of like a mix of admiration and shock. Is <laughs> Maybe they just look at it and they say, oh my goodness, we would never try and do something this aggressive ourselves. A big part of the story is TDR, a private equity firm that the ESA brothers have partnered with for years. Zuber actually mentioned TDR in the company announcement you just heard. I think a lot of the stuff around the financing comes from TDR. I think what the brothers are all about is growth. They're willing to take risks, and that aligns you know, very well with the TDR model of how they do financing, which is we can just borrow more and more and more. That's what private equity firms do. They borrow to buy companies, hoping to turn them around and resell them for a profit. The deals are often called leveraged buyouts because the borrowed money, the debt, is used to leverage the smaller amount of cash the private equity firms put into the deal. At the time in 2021, we did this extensive story on all of the layers of leverage that they were using, and they were selling off some of Asda's assets and Asda was taking on debt, and there was, you know, extraordinarily little cash of their own that they were putting in at that point. We reported that they'd only had to put in £780 million of their own money. This year, Kay and Rob discovered new details. And the crucial thing that we've learned now is that of that £780 million, actually £580 million was from this related party loan from their own company which means the brothers and TDR put even less cash into the deal, only 100 million pounds each of their own money, for a nearly 7 billion pound company. And as part of the financing, Asda ended up with more debt. It's very common when a private equity firm decides to buy a company, the company itself will issue debt, and that will be used to fund the transaction. But what's not standard is... This intercompany loan, this loan from their, like, sister company. So now, not only does Asda have more debt, EG Group is also saddled with a huge debt burden, which wouldn't have been that much of a problem if interest rates hadn't gone up. When interest rates were super low, as they had been for the past 15 years or so, it was cheap to borrow and refinance. But now, rates have risen to tackle inflation. And when TDR and the ESAs have to refinance their debt, it's going to be a lot more expensive. So this is where the next complicated piece of financial engineering could happen, which is there is a lot of talk about the idea that Asda might buy EG Group's UK operations. And so you might look at this and think, well, hang on, like the same people already own both of these companies. Like how does selling it to themselves make any difference to anything? So you might think, well, why does that make any difference? But the answer is basically by doing that, it would mean Asda would take on more debt in order to buy this, these petrol stations from EG Group, which would allow EG Group to reduce It's debt. And that's exactly what happened. A few weeks after we spoke to Kay, Asda announced it would buy the UK and Ireland operations of EG Group. 
hundreds of gas stations and a thousand convenience stores. The price tag? 2.3 billion pounds. So we called K back up. So we knew this was in train, as you know, but actually when I read some of the details, there were some details in there that surprised me. Yeah, so tell me more about that. What surprised you, Kay? The detail that surprised me was how it's finding that money, where it's finding that £2.3 billion, which is that, so it's doing it partly by borrowing £770 million from Apollo, which is a big, well-known US private equity group. And so Asda is going to have to pay interest on that loan 6.75 percentage points over a benchmark. So in practice, that means like at today's rates, that's more than 11%. So that's huge cost for a supermarket, which is, you know, an industry where margins are thin at the best of times. So, you know, if we thought we had seen all of the financial engineering we were going to see from these guys, we hadn't. So, Kay, as much as we can try to get into the heads of the ESAs and TDR, what's the goal of this financial engineering? For now, it's really all about EG Group's debt, right? So EG Group has this urgent need to bring in some money from somewhere to repay some of that debt. The question I have about that, basically, is would Alster have chosen at this particular moment to buy those petrol station sites and take on that extra debt right now if it wasn't for the fact that EG had this debt burden and this urgent need to bring in money? My suspicion is the answer is no, that they wouldn't have decided purely on the grounds of sort of strategic reasons. But we should say that they would argue there is a a kind of a commercial rationale for this, which is that now that Asda, when Asda owns the petrol station sites, it can more easily put Asda branded stores on those sites. And hopefully the plan is that that will start generating extra money. And we should mention that Asda has also said that its total debt will stay constant despite the cost of the deal. But Kay, I want to remind listeners that when ASDA and TDR set their sights on ASDA, no one imagined that rates would go up this much. And now they have to perform this kind of juggling act, but they're doing it with the fate of one of the UK's biggest businesses. And I mean, I guess that is kind of what's at stake here, right? I mean, what is at stake here is the future of ASDA. It's a business that a lot of people depend on for their jobs. A lot of people depend on for their weekly foods, their weekly grocery shopping. It has a big role in a lot of communities. Like, you know, it really does matter what happens to Asda. This is a huge business in Britain and it's a kind of national brand. The fact that it is taking on all of this really quite expensive additional debt just as rates are rising and the business is getting tricky, like, that matters. That matters a lot. There's a lot at stake here. Kay Wiggins was the FT's private capital correspondent when she reported the story. She is now the FT's Asia financial correspondent based in Hong Kong. Thanks, Kay. Thanks. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.